in the forest when a tiger moves they say that now and then he looks behind even a lion so it's called simhavalokan so we have reached till we have come to now this fifth chapter completed four chapters of bhagavad gita so we will just look behind first and then we will go forward bhagavad gita gives us the vision to look at ourselves and this world bhagavad gita is the very essence of our culture it it shows us that vision which is a vision of oneness and based on this vision itself everything of our culture got developed that the main vision is that all of us are essentially one like the ocean millions of waves are there but essentially all the waves are one the essence of all waves is water alone it appears different some waves appear larger and some smaller they rise and they fall but essentially all waves are water and water alone so when one wave is hating other wave it is hating itself when one wave loves other wave it loves itself so it is interacting with itself in a sense so this is a grand vision which is the state of realization of great masters that essentially all of us are one outwardly we appear to be different with respect to our body with respect to our mind our intellect there is difference but with respect to the essence there is oneness and the whole uh, what we call purpose of our our life is to ultimately realize this essence whether we like it or not all of us are moving towards this state of realization alone it's like evolution just as we have physical evolution physically we have evolved to become a human being similarly we will evolve to ultimately come to realize our own essence it's a journey in self discovery all of us are striving to know ourselves but before we know ourselves we have our own understanding about ourselves and based on this understanding we respond to the world if our understanding is limited if our understanding is uh, negative then our response will also be negative and what we get experiences also will be negative so the whole purpose of uh, bhagavad gita the knowledge which is revealed here is to reveal to arjuna his essential nature and through arjuna to all of us therefore the gita we have seen begins with the word 
dharma and concludes with the word mama mama dharma my nature so we have our uh, hero arjuna who was uh, disturbed when he reached the battlefield seeing his own people there and he did not know what to do so he surrenders to bhagwan shri krishna who was his charioteer and request him that please guide me please teach me what is the right course of action what is dharma what is the right thing to do so bhagwan understood his situation and from the second chapter onwards he started the teaching by first revealing to arjuna his essential nature that in essence you are that supreme self atma or param atma which is neither born nor does it die na jayate mriyate va kadachit nayam bhutva bhavitavan bhuyah ajo nityashashvato yam puranah na hanyate hanyamane sharire even when the body get destroyed i the pure self is not destroyed it is neither born nor does it die it always is changes happen at the level of the body at the level of the mind and when we are identified with it we experience the pain and the pleasure so bhagwan started from the peak bhagwan started from mount everest that that is the goal which you have to realize not knowing yourself has created all this confusion in your mind but how to reach that goal to reach that goal we have to follow certain disciplines certain uh, practices and these practices are termed uh, by that uh, word single word yoga so when we mean yoga it's a spiritual practice which will take us to our destination and the first step bhagwan told arjuna is to begin with karma yoga so karma yoga is the is the vehicle which will take us in stages to the ultimate destination if we are well established in karma yoga we will reach our destination and what is karma yoga it has got few important points which we have to remember karma yoga is performing our duties or our fulfilling our responsibilities as an individual towards ourselves and towards the world around us with the attitude of worship without having any attachment without disturbing the mind just fulfilling our responsibilities and whatever comes as a result take it as a prasad as a gift from god so when one lives in this way slowly and steadily the mind start becoming more and more tuned to the reality person then can take the next step of gaining the right knowledge and getting established in one's own true self thereafter that person can live in this world as an enlightened being awakened being like gautam buddha can be a buddha awakened 
being one can live we understand the importance of knowledge which we gain in the schools and colleges but this is much more than ordinary knowledge this is the knowledge of our essential nature itself and it is not a theoretical knowledge it is the knowledge which one gains when one reaches the state of meditation one comes to recognize oneself by oneself such a person who has recognized himself or herself the very essence is called by many names but in the second chapter is called astita pradnya one whose understanding is established in his own self so bhagwan told this everything very systematically to arjuna he also described the characteristic of astita pradnya and then he felt that now arjuna must have understood everything and he will start his uh, performing his duties as a kshatriya to fight this righteous war but after the after listening to the second chapter arjuna got some doubt he asked in the third chapter that if uh, knowledge is supreme ultimately we have to know ourselves then what is the purpose of action why act why not directly strive to gain this knowledge why perform action at all why you only have said that knowledge is supreme so why act so this with this question the third chapter begins and bhagwan in the third chapter elaborately explains to arjuna the importance of action so that third chapter is called karma yoga bhagwan says that we cannot live even for a second without performing action means we means the body the mind constantly act one cannot live without action just by preventing the action from happening or just by taking uh, uh, sanyas or renouncing action one cannot reach the supreme goal we have to follow the path of karma yoga through karma yoga alone one can make the mind more and more pure and more and more conducive to the final realization so bhagwan doesn't advocate uh, renunciation of action in the beginning you drop everything and just uh, sit quietly and meditate he says no you follow the path of karma yoga and very beautifully bhagwan explained everything to arjuna in the third chapter and then he began the fourth chapter by explaining the parampara he said the same knowledge i had given to the lord's son also in the beginning so arjuna was quite surprised he said how come you were born now lord's son was born before so bhagwan revealed his identity as ishvara he says i and you have taken many births but you don't remember i remember them all ishvara is the same supreme reality who is the self of all who is the master of all who is the controller of all hmm like if we take the example of that ocean and waves 
individuals are like waves and ishvara is like ocean ocean is much vaster than a single wave but essentially they are one and same so bhagwan revealed his identity and he also mentioned in the fourth chapter some more sadhanas which will help us to further purify our mind like pranayam like uh, having some control over our food like tapas like control of the senses few more yajna dana so few more sadhanas bhagwan mentioned and he said all these sadhanas we have to perform as worship of ishvara so a wave worshiping the ocean so similarly i perform this sadhana as a worship of that ishvara who is the totality this will help me to make my mind more and more calm and peaceful and harmonious my actions will become more efficient my uh, relationship with this world will become more conducive there will be all round prosperity outside inner growth spiritual evolution will happen and when my mind will become pure i will develop jignasa a thirst to know myself this is a natural outcome of a pure mind when my mind is not disturbed by day to day happenings when the mind is more calm and peaceful when the mind is free from intense likes and dislikes the mind develops that jignasa thirst to know its own essence a question comes to my mind that who am i what is my essential nature what is the nature of this world what is the nature of god a thirst for knowledge of the essence comes in our mind it's a natural hmm so bhagwan says when this thirst arrives in your mind then you approach a teacher tad vidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya you approach a teacher ask all this question to the teacher learn from the teacher and uh, gain this knowledge and once you gain this knowledge you will become free from the intense sense of doership which you have in your action then you can become free of many of these actions and focus your attention on experiencing what you have understood experiencing the knowledge what you have gained by uh, going through the process of meditation so through meditation we go deep within ourselves and come to recognize ourselves as we are so this all this bhagwan hinted to arjuna in the fourth chapter so he talked about karma yoga and bhagwan also talked about following the path of knowledge and before following the path of knowledge one should be free of attachment to actions to the results of action one should drop many of the actions which are not required and focus one's attention 
on gaining this knowledge. That is called karma sannyas. Karma sannyas means you drop those karmas which are not essential for your uh, living and focus attention only on gaining that knowledge and gaining the experience, the ultimate experience of the self. So Bhagwan clearly explained everything, but even when things are explained very clearly, doubts arise in our mind. Huh. They are like even if uh, if one uh, one thing is said clearly, still doubt can come. Hmm. Like we see a movie, one dialogue is missed, we don't know what is happening, especially uh, English movies. Then we keep asking the neighbor, what is happening, Baba, please tell me. Everything seems quite confusing. Because very important dialogue is missed somewhere. Similarly, uh, Arjuna must have missed a very important link. So he is asking a question and that is how this fifth chapter begins. When you read this question, you might feel that it is similar to what he had asked in the third chapter. It is similar question, but it is not same question, it's slightly different. Hmm. So he is asking about the importance or the, uh, what you call, what is one thing which we have to choose between karma sannyas and karma yoga. What is that which is good? What is that which is better for me? Karma yoga or karma sannyas, because you have praised both. In the third chapter, Arjuna had asked about karma and knowledge, that you are giving more importance to knowledge, but still making me fight this war. Why not drop this action altogether? But here he is asking a question that, okay, I understood karma yoga, but you also mentioned that as we progress in karma yoga, we can drop many of our action and focus our attention on gaining knowledge. So why not I go to the second step? Because he didn't want to fight this war. Why not I take that second step? So that is how he asked this question. We will study the question. And uh, Bhagwan replies. So Bhagwan's reply is uh, he shows again the importance of karma yoga and its relationship to karma sannyas and how this will then lead to uh, the state of meditation and final realization. So it's a very interesting and uh, but a very small chapter compared to other chapters. So let us uh, begin. There are only 29 verses are there. So let us begin with Arjuna's question. Om Shri Paramatmane Namaha Atha Panchamodhyayaha Arjuna Vacha Sanyasam Karmanam Krishna 
పునర్యోగంచ సంశసి యేతయోరేకం తన్మే బ్రూహి సునిశ్చితం సన్యాసం కర్మణ కృష్ణ పునర్యోగం చంశసి యేతయోరేకం తన్మే బ్రూహి సునిశ్చితం ద ఎంటైర్ భగవద్గీత ఇస్ అ బ్యూటిఫుల్ డైలాగ్ బిట్వీన్ అర్జున అండ్ భగవాన్ శ్రీ కృష్ణ సో వెన్ ఎవర్ అర్జున ఇస్ టు హ్యావ్ సమ్ డౌట్ హీ విల్ directly ask and bhagwan will explain many of these chapters begins with arjuna's question some of the chapter bhagwan himself begins and explains certain things which he feels is important for arjuna to know so here arjuna is asking this question ki hey krishna ki you have praised both sanyasam karmanam karmanam sanyasam sanyas of karma he says all bhagwan had said in the fourth chapter that all karmas ultimately merge into knowledge that a, a realized master is one who has gone beyond all karmas beyond all the sense of doership hmm he had said that yasya sarve samarambhah kama sankalpa varjitah జ్ఞానాగ్ని దగ్ధ కర్మాణం తమ ఆహు పండితం బుధా అ పండిత రియలైజ్ పర్సన్ ఇస్ వన్ హూ హ్యాస్ బర్న్ట్ ఆల్ హిజ్ యాక్షన్స్ త్రూ నాలెడ్జ్ అండ్ హీ ఆల్సో భగవాన్ హెడ్ మెన్షన్ దట్ ఫార్ అ సీకర్ హీ షుడ్ డ్రాప్ మోస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ద కర్మాస్ విచ్ ఆర్ నాట్ ఎసెన్షియల్ అండ్ ఫోకస్ హిజ్ అటెన్షన్ ఆన్ గెయినింగ్ నాలెడ్జ్ సో భగవాన్ హెడ్ ప్రేజ్ దిస్ but at the same time bhagwan also praised karma yoga he told arjuna you follow the path of karma yoga karma yoga is very important karma yoga alone will make you free from all your impurities of your mind so both the path were praised and both cannot be followed at the same time by the same person it's like uh, somebody is praising that uh, sitting is very good you should always be sitting but standing is also most wonderful thing so both the sitting and standing is praise you can't be doing both at the same time similarly here bhagwan is talking about karma yoga and karma sanyas like he also have taken karma sanyas hmm. karma sanyas means we Uh, focus our attention on gaining that knowledge following the path of knowledge and whatever little action one has to do one performs that but one is not involved in most of the actions like a householder's duties or other duties are dropped and one focuses one attention only on this path so that is called karma sanyas it's also a valid and a authentic path revealed in the scriptures in the upanishads but at the same time 
karma yoga is also there so arjuna got real confused he said you are praising both in the third chapter he had mentioned that you have praised knowledge and you consider karma as some bondage and all but still you made me uh, you told me to act but here he says you are praising both and one person cannot follow this together so please tell me yashreya etayor ekam tanme bruhi sunishchitam ki what is shreya for me what is good for me what is in my welfare because if you are praising both then both must be good only but since one person cannot follow both you please tell me what is good for me tanme bruhi sunishchitam you definitely conclusively you tell me which is better see this type of question comes in many people's mind because when you even when we listen to this pravachans and all sometimes sudden vairagya also comes that what let me drop everything let me say bye bye to my family roz ki roz kich kich pich pich that thought might come huh? then we go home and announce sometimes ki i have decided to take sanyas lekin wo apna what you call so much work is there you have taken loan and you have to repay that loan and then bachcho ki padhai ka hai aur unki shaadi ka hai and this that so many thing is there said wo aap sambhalo i am going to take sanyas so one gets excited to renounce everything and just focus one's attention only on this so it is very attractive it's very attractive sometimes people find it very sanyasi banna bahut acha hai aaram se baitho padhai karo sabko aashirwad de do koi chinta nahi hai hmm so people find it very attractive so many times people want to take sanyas so arjuna also felt that this is a good opportunity bhagwan has praised sanyas like anything so why not just take sanyas become a sanyasi and drop this fight and all so therefore he is asking bhagwan please tell me what is good yashreya etayor shreya means that which leads to all around goodness not immediate pleasure see there are certain things we perform to gain immediate pleasure or some symptomatic treatment like become free of some problems which are immediately surrounding us we just run away from difficulty running away from difficulty is not sanyas many times we think like that ki chalo ye roz roz ka jhandak chhod do let me take sanyas so that is not the way of taking sanyas so arjuna is asking please tell me what is good for me yashreya etayor ekam tanme bruhi sunishchitam nishchit conclusively you tell which is better so after listening to this question bhagwan understood that things are not very clear in arjuna's mind 
So he further explains things very, very systematically. And that is what the fifth chapter is. Fifth chapter, if we follow the path of this fifth chapter, it will take us to the, uh, what you call, make us qualified to follow the path of meditation. Meditation is the final. Many times people want to meditate in the beginning itself. Meditation is the final thing. It is the final, uh, what you call, doorway to the state of realization. But before meditation, we have to gain knowledge. Before knowledge, we have to gain vairagya. To gain vairagya and to gain proper qualification of the mind, we have to follow the path of karma yoga along with other sadhanas which Bhagwan has mentioned. Because a person who is not prepared and takes the higher path, then it is dangerous. We can neither be there nor here. So one should just follow the path which is best suited for us. So Bhagwan makes very, it very clear to Arjuna. He says, Shri Bhagavan Vacha Sanyasa Karma Yogascha Nishreyasakaravubhau Tayostu Karma Sanyasat Karma Yogo Vishishyate Sanyasa Karma Yogascha Nishreyasakaravubhau Tayostu karma sanyasa karma yoga vishishyate Shri Bhagavan Vacha Bhagavan says, hey Arjuna, kis sanyasa and karma yoga nishreyasa karavubhav That both sanyas, karma sanyas and karma yoga, both of them will take us to the ultimate goal. They are the same path. Same path in the sense, karma yoga is the first step, karma sannyas is the second step, but they are the same, it is the same road. It will take you to the same destination. It is not that it is uh, two different uh, uh, roads. It appears as though two different. One is focused more on performing action, another is focusing more on gaining that knowledge. But both will take you to the same goal. Like sometimes one can take a flight, let us say one wants to go to a particular place in the world, I can take a flight, go right, or take another flight, go left. If I proceed, I will reach the same spot. Hmm. Because the world is round. I will reach the same place. It might appear as though I am going on the other side. Similarly, one may feel that, oh, karma yoga, performing so many actions, uh, and uh, I don't know where it will lead me. Karma sannyas, if I become a sannyasi, ah, I will gain that knowledge immediately. Bhagavan says, don't think like that. Both of them are good, but one has to understand what is good for me. What is good for me? 
it's not about what is good in uh, between them both of them are good it's like we talk about two different uh, let us say fruits apple is there or mango is there both are good but one should find out whether which is good for me similarly sanyas is renunciation in sanyas what happens one has to first of all renounce all the negativities which are there within us one meaning of that word sanyas is sharanyasi iti sanyas one who renounces the six kama krodh lobh moha madha matsar one who has renounced this is called a sanyasi now one cannot renounce this just by deciding that i have renounced one has to prepare oneself then only this will go away from our system raga dvesha intense likes and dislikes attachment to actions all this has to be renounced but this renunciation will not happen immediately by just saying that i have renounced it will not work then even after taking sanyas we will be involved in various types of activities and various types of uh, uh, what to call disturbance of the mind so bhagwan he says that both this path are good sanyasat karma yogascha nishreyasa karavubhav nishreyas means that ultimate state of realization both this path will take you to that goal karma yog also and sanyas but tayostu karma sanyasat karma yogo vishishyate for you he arjuna karma yog is better than karma sanyas performing your action is better we have to understand ourselves our own personality our own own uh, nature of the body the mind to determine which is the best sadhana for us there cannot be one sadhana for everyone it has to be uh, tailor made like we have to understand our own nature see there are though we are essentially same our bodies are different our minds are different our thinking our emotion everything is different our gunas are different some may be more satvic some more rajasic more tamasic then within that also we have different types of thoughts so each one is different by nature so just by following or imitating someone will not help us even imitating our own teacher will not help us hmm teacher may be great but just imitating teacher is not the sadhana we have to find out learn from the teacher and follow the teacher we have to find out what is my nature what is my personality am i a thinking type of person am i a, a, have a lot of sense of doership in me am i more emotional person have i some control over my mind so accordingly i have to then follow that path but to be safe bhagwan says one should start from karma yoga because that karma yoga is like a shruti is like a background music huh? it will be it will help me in all my sadhanas it's an attitude of of uh, worship 
it's an attitude of uh, being detached it is an attitude of taking the result as prasad it's an attitude of keeping your mind balanced it's an attitude of accepting whatever happens so that will help me throughout my life it's like uh, in sports also if one wants to uh, participate in some olympic and all whatever be your field there are some basic exercises which are given to everyone which is helpful to build up the stamina to increase the strength huh. so there are some basic exercises which might be common to all then there will be some specific exercises for that particular event or that particular field similarly karma yoga is a sadhana is an attitude which everyone should learn then only we will progress to the next step so here bhagwan specifically told uh, arjuna that uh, you follow the path of karma yoga it is good for you because you have lot of this uh, disturbance in your mind you have strong sense of uh, doership you have strong identification with yourself as a kshatriya your mind is not yet uh, prepared for uh, this renunciation so you have to follow this path of karma yoga that will help you so tayostu karma sanyasat karma yoga vishishyate therefore i am saying for you karma yoga is better then karma sanyas bhagwan keeps on talking about other paths and other thing but again and again he comes back to arjuna and he says you follow karma yoga even after explaining the entire bhagavad gita bhagwan still tells arjuna you follow the path of karma yoga just because i have told you about karma sanyas just because i told you about knowledge or meditation doesn't mean that you are now ready for it you follow the path of karma yoga i am just showing you the entire map but you are standing here just by listening to me and seeing the map you have not changed your position you are there only so you start from where you are and then you will reach your destination so tayostu karma sanyasat karma yoga vishishyate for you between the two karma yoga is better than karma sanyas but i wanted to become a sanyasi bhagwan now in the next verse he is praising karma yoga he says a good karma yogi you can consider him as a sanyasi white what you call uh, white dressed sanyasi ha huh. civil dressed sanyasi so he is praising karma yogi in the next verse very beautiful he says neyasya nitya sanyasi yo nadveshti na kankshati निर्द्वंद्वो हि महाबाहो सुखं बन्धात् प्रमुच्यते नेयस्य नित्य संन्यासी यो नद्वेष्टि न कांक्षति 
నిర్ద్వంద్వోహి మహాబాహో సుఖం బంధాత్ ప్రముచ్యతే భగవాన్ సేస్ యు అండర్స్టాండ్ యు నో దిస్ కర్మయోగి యాజ్ అ నిత్య సన్యాసి ఓన్లీ ఇఫ్ యు లైక్ దట్ టర్మ్ సన్యాస్ దెన్ యూ జస్ట్ కన్సిడర్ యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ ఎస్ అ గుడ్ సన్యాసి బట్ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ టు డినౌన్స్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ టు వేర్ అ పర్టికులర్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ డ్రెస్ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ టు గో అండ్ స్టే ఇన్ సమ్ ఆశ్రమ్ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ టు వేర్ ఆల్ దిస్ మాలాస్ అండ్ ఆల్ యూ క్యాన్ జస్ట్ బీ వెర్ ఎవర్ యూ ఆర్ బట్ ప్రిపేర్ యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ ఫార్ దట్ అల్టిమేట్ స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ సన్యాస్ ఆల్సో అండ్ దిస్ కర్మయోగ్ ఆల్సో యూ కన్సిడర్ ఎస్ అస్ ఎస్ సన్యాస్ సో నేయస్య నిత్య సన్యాసి కన్సిడర్ దట్ పర్సన్ ఎస్ అ నిత్య సన్యాసి హూ వైల్ పర్ఫార్మింగ్ హిస్ డ్యూటీస్ అండ్ ఆల్ హ్యాస్ డెవలప్ దిస్ క్వాలిటీస్ వాట్ వన్ హూ హెస్ బికమ్ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ ద్వేష యోన ద్వేష్టి వన్ హూ హెస్ బికమ్ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ హేట్రేడ్ వన్ థింగ్ న కాంక్షతి వన్ హూ హెస్ బికమ్ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ క్రేవింగ్స్ టూ మచ్ ఆఫ్ క్రేవింగ్ అండ్ థర్డ్ నిర్ద్వంద్వ వన్ హూ ఈస్ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ ద పేర్స్ ఆఫ్ అపోజిట్స్ సచ్ అ పర్సన్ కర్మయోగి ఓన్లీ హీస్ భగవాన్ కాల్స్ హిమ్ ప్రేజిస్ హిమ్ ఎస్ అ నిత్య సన్యాసి హీస్ ఏ సుఖం బంధాత్ ప్రముచ్యతే సచ్ అ పర్సన్ వెరీ ఈజిలీ వితౌట్ మచ్ ఎఫర్ట్ బికమ్స్ ఫ్రీ of all bondage a good sanyasi if he follows that path very sincerely will become free from all bondage easily he will not even know that he is becoming free the third chapter also bhagwan had given example of raja janak raja janak did not take sanyas he just followed the path of karma yoga so sincerely that that karma yoga itself led him to the uh, to knowledge and to that final state of realization without uh, even formally renouncing everything even in this world we have great masters and all like bhagwan ramana maharshi he did not take uh, a special like sanyas or some special diksha and all just followed this his path and reach the supreme goal so bhagwan says you have to uh, focus your attention on becoming free of these negativities dvesha first is becoming free of dvesha hatred see hatred may come begin with some little irritation then it can get converted into anger then when we keep that anger in our heart for a long time it becomes hatred hmm. hatred we feel towards people or towards object or to, towards uh, any any situation and all which we feel is coming in the way of my happiness that that object is an obstacle for my happiness i feel that person is giving me sorrow some other person is giving me sorrow giving me pain hmm so i developed anger and developed slowly that anger gets converted into hatred 
But if one follows one's uh, duties, that whatever I have to do, you keep on doing it, a very strange thing happens, the mind becomes free automatically from lot of these negativities. Actually, the greatness of our country, we have this uh, in our, our system itself, that there are so many people who just living their life very religiously, properly, have reached a state of uh, quietude and a great uh, evolution in their spiritual journey, just by leading a normal, good life. So, free from dvesha, not dveshti. A sannyasi is also considered as great, one who is free from dvesha. A karma yogi is also considered good, who is free from dvesha. And later on, in the twelfth chapter, Bhagavan talks about a bhakta also. The first quality which he mentions about a bhakta is one who is free from dvesha. Advesta sarva bhutana maitra karunaivacha. So, free from dvesha. Dvesha happens when we have a sense of duality in us. When we consider the other person different from me. Dvesha happens because our intense attachment to our own personality. Dvesha happens when we are too much selfish. Dvesha happens when we compare ourselves with others. But we will be able to become free of dvesha if we develop that relationship with God, consider Him as the giver of all prasad. Whatever I get in my life is a gift from God. Whatever situation I am in is a gift from God. If one uh, develops this proper relationship with God, one will become free from dvesha. This will come through karma yoga. Karma yoga, we are, we are doing seva of God. There is no personal likes and dislikes involved. See, when I am doing something selfishly, then personal likes and dislikes get involved. But when I am doing something for someone else, for a higher personality, on a higher altar, my personal likes and dislikes are not there. When Hanumanji goes to Lanka, he first he goes meets Sitaji, and then he, with Sitaji's permission, he goes to that uh, Vatika and starts eating all fruits and uprooting the trees also. Then Ravana's men come and they have a big fight, and finally he is captured. He is he is tied down. Actually, Hanumanji was very strong. He could have released himself from all this bondage. But he is feeling in his mind that this is a great opportunity for me to go and meet Ravan and speak to him. Otherwise, Ravan will not give appointment to a monkey. He is a king, great king. You cannot say, monkey want to meet you, please. When, when are you free? Ravan will not give appointment. So, this is a great opportunity to meet Ravan. So, there he says, Tulsidaji has written, that Hanumanji did not have any uh, feeling of inferiority or insult that he is being tied. He said, for the sake of his master's work, he is ready to tie himself also. For the sake of his master's work, he is ready to bow down. Because he is not working for his own personal thing, but for his master. So when we have this deep sense of 
karma yoga that i am the i am in the service of the lord then there is no personal likes and dislike involved that's a very important point whom are you working for are you working for your ego are you working for your likes uh, your pride and your prejudices or are you working for god when i am working for god then my personal likes and dislike gets negated automatically that is the beauty of karma yoga so one becomes free from this dvesha also craving craving is there again when we have a limited uh, vision about ourselves but when we develop this attitude of karma yoga then i also develop the feeling that whatever is necessary for me it will come to me i just have to live in this world performing my duties whatever is required for me it will be it will come to me if i am working for god it is his responsibility to take care of me this bhagwan tells very clearly in the ninth chapter he says ananya chintayanto mam ye jana paryupasate tesham nityabhiyuktanam yogakshemam vahamyaham that those who constantly remember me and serve me i take care of their needs even in bible it is said that you have to just follow this path of god realization and your day to day needs will be fulfilled so when we have this deep faith in in god and when we perform our duties all our craving will disappear whatever is required will come and whatever doesn't come doesn't require so that craving which is there in the heart also drops away and also a person becomes free from dwandva dwandva means pairs of opposite this world is experienced as a as a combination of good and bad as pairs of opposites we experience pleasure and at the same time we also experience pain in this world we experience victory we also experience defeat the world comes in front of me in the form of opposites only positive and negative if we only get attracted to the one aspect of the world the other aspect of world will torture me will frighten me will bind me so a seeker is one who accepts both whatever comes good as well as bad so when we follow this path of karma yoga even there is victory very good if defeat that is also accepted person starts accepting everything as bhagwan's prasad so very interesting if you observe your own life if you look back there are certain things in your life which might have happened which you considered them as very bad or why did this happen but now when you look back you might also say that oh good that thing happened that time i felt very bad but lucky that thing happened otherwise i don't know what would have happened so we might not know what is good for us we don't know because we don't know everything so whatever comes when one starts accepting as prasad one will become free of this dwandva pairs of opposites attachment to one and dislike towards others 
So Bhagavan says, such a person, consider him as Nitya Sanyasi, and such a person will become free of all bondage easily. So Arjuna, don't bother about taking sannyas and all, just be a good karma yogi. And just follow it sincerely. Don't have this prestige issue that I will become sannyasi, I will have greater value in the society or nothing like that. You just be a good karma yogi and that will lead you to the ultimate goal of realization. Sukham bandhat pramuchyate will become free of all bondage easily. Now this path of karma yoga and karma sannyas Bhagwan explains more elaborately in the following verses. He uses some new terms also. So let us see the fourth verse. Sankhya yoga prathak balaha Pravadantina panditaha Ekam apyastita samyaka Ubhayor vindate phalam Sankhya yoga prathak palaha Pravadantina panditaha Ubhayor vindate phalam Bhagavan says, Sankhya, for this uh, karma sannyas, Bhagavan uses the word Sankhya here. Sankhya means knowledge also. So in karma sannyas, the more focus is on knowledge. In karma yoga, the focus is on performing action. The focus changes. In karma yoga, we focus on action and it leads to purity of the mind. In karma sannyas, the focus is on gaining knowledge. So, a person is not bothered by so many other karmas, so one can renounce them and just focus on gaining the knowledge. So, Bhagwan therefore he uses the different term, Sankhya. So, Sankhya don't get confused, it is it means karma sannyas. So, Sankhya yoga Prathak balaha pravadanti na panditaha. He says balaha, children. Children here means those who are children in the field of spirituality. Ignorant. Children means not little children. Ignorant. The term balaha used for people who are ignorant on this particular field. So Bhagavan says such balaha dik talk about Sankhya and Yoga as different. Prathak Balaha Pravadanti. This Sankhya is Karma Sanyas and taking this path of uh, knowledge is different and Karma Yoga is different. That you drop all action and just focus your attention on Sanyas. Give up everything. And some people talk about this Sanyas more. This is Sanyas only will take you to the ultimate goal. ये कर्म योग वर्ण योग कर्म के चक्कर में मत पड़ो यू गिव अप ऑल दिस कर्म विदाउट सन्यास यू वोंट बी एबल टू अटेन द सुप्रीम 
great people have attained after renunciation so they will give example of swami vivekananda or even gautam buddha gautam buddha also renounces family and everything he took sanyas in the sense he renounced and focused his attention on gaining that knowledge so there are some ignorant people who might say that karma yoga is different and karma sanyas and knowledge is different bhagwan says they are balaha bachche log hai samajhte nahi hai this is the same path there are different stages in that same path bhagwan says na panditaha the wise people don't call it different the wise people say that if you are well established in one it will take you to the same goal ekam api astita samyak ubhayor vindate phalam even if you are well established if you are fit for sanyas then get well established in sanyas then as a sanyasi don't behave like a karma yogi or a different type or get well established as a karma yogi this he says api astita samyak samyak means very well when one is established in this path any one of them it will take you to the same goal because it leads to the same goal only they are not path which takes us to different destination see when we follow karma yog it makes our mind pure and as we gain the purity we will also develop the jignasa we will gain that knowledge that will lead us to the state of meditation and that will lead us to what you call enlightenment if one follows this path of karma sanyas that also will take us to knowledge which will then further one can go into state of meditation and then state of enlightenment so whether one is a karma yogi or a karma sanyasi this technical details huh but this question sometimes come in our life and when they come we should remember this because generally when it comes we forget so when it comes you should remember that it is better to remain where we are according to our own personality according to our own nature and follow our path sincerely rather than trying to do something which we are not qualified for that will not take us to the goal like they say about yogasanas also if you cannot bend too much then bend little bit no 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 that fellow is bending so much he is folding his angutha also pair ka mai bhi koshish karunga then you will hurt yourself many injuries actually are caused by this type of yogasanas people hurt themselves if he can do padmasana i can also do pull karke wo baith jate hai phir chhodta nahi hai then they have to call for help so it is not a, just a, one should do what one can it is good rather than trying to imitate someone or do something which is one is not fit for so bhagwan says ekam api astita samyak if you are well established in one also as a karma yogi you, you don't have to worry 
that will take you to the final destination it will take it's like uh, catching a train huh? whether you catch it at uh, uh, one station uh, nizamuddin you catch the train or you catch it at uh, new delhi if the train passes through the same way it will take you to the ultimate destination uh, so you catch where you are rather than running to some other station because wahan par acha hai jyada bheed hoti hai so similarly bhagwan says ekam api astita samyak ubhayor vindate phalam you will get the phala of both karma yog and karma sanyas has got one phala only and that is moksha that is enlightenment so you will gain that state of enlightenment why you say it will take you to the same destination they look different karma sanyas is different karma yoga appears to be different bhagwan says they are different but their goal is one and the same he says in the next verse yatsankhe prapyate sthanam tad yogairapi gamyate ekam sankhyanche yogancha yappashyati sapashyati yatsankhe prapyate sthanam tad yogairapi gamyate ekam sankhyanche yogancha yappashyati sapashyati यख्ये प्राप्यते स्थानम ही जस्ट एक्सप्लेनिंग द प्रीवियस वर्स भगवान से द स्थान द अल्टीमेट डेस्टिनेशन विच इज एटेन बाय सांख्य बाय द कर्म संन्यासीज हु फोकस देर अटेंशन ऑन नॉलेज लाइक वी ऑल्सो रिनाउंस एवरीथिंग एंड वेन टू द आश्रम देर वी हैव टू जस्ट फोकस अवर अटेंशन ऑन स्टडिंग एवरी डे डू लॉट ऑफ श्रवण then chintan hmm, meditation so constantly one is involved only in pursuit of knowledge but that doesn't mean we were not performing action so performing action of walking of talking yeah, of washing our own clothes of keeping the whole thing clean and doing some seva in the ashram so all these karmas were happening but the karma about going to some it or what you call call center and working and all was not there karma about earning our livelihood is not there that staying there itself and doing whatever seva itself our action but focus on gaining that knowledge hmm so bhagwan says this sankhya will lead you to the state of enlightenment but karma yoga also will lead you there only in stages karma yoga will also ultimately give you knowledge as in the fourth chapter also bhagwan has said that uh, established in this yoga ultimately one gains that knowledge hmm tat swayam yoga samsiddhah kale natmani vindati when talking about knowledge bhagwan has said one who is well established in karma yoga 
in due time he will gain that knowledge knowledge will happen so don't worry about it so both this path leads to the same goal ekam sankhyam cha yogam cha yat pashyati sapashyati a person who considers them one who looks at them as one that person alone sees properly he alone understands the secret of both karma yog and karma sanyas so bhagwan is discouraging here arjuna from taking sanyas sanyas means dropping everything and just taking some cloth and going somewhere he is discouraging he says no that will not help you if you take like that you will get disturbed there also you will wear a sanyasi dress you will sit there and all the time will meditate on duryodhana on duryodhana ha it happen it will happen like that just going to ashram will not help you you will all the time think duryodhana abhi acha ekdam wahan par he got the kingdom i am here as a sanyasi it will not help because you will not be ready for it and it will be unnecessarily disturbance and in the society also many times actually it's called anadhikar chestha when we are not adhikari and when we are doing that when we are not qualified for a particular work and when we do it we disturb ourselves and we disturb others create unnecessarily unnecessary problems for others also it is best to remain in our own state what we are best like our own body if i am a particular organ in my body then you just perform that action according to that organ it will lead to your health it will lead to your well being you cannot say no no my stomach kabhi se so stomach bana ho i want to behave like that brain i want to act like that liver i want to act like the kidney mere ko ye stomach ka kaam diya hai bhagwan ne i want to give up drop this and become a kidney that will not help instead you eat kidney beans and be happy <laughs> hmm so that is what ekam sankhyam cha yogam cha yap pashyati sapashyati after saying this now bhagwan further will explain in detail what is exactly the meaning of karma sanyas and how that sadhana happens and also he briefly mentions about karma yoga so this chapter is called karma sanyasa yoga so it talks about karma yoga and sanyasa yoga the previous chapter we have seen gnana karma sanyasa yoga it talked about gnana it talked about karma it talked about sanyas so more about this we will see in our class tomorrow